Welcome back to the Core Life Podcast. My name is Oscar Magana, and this is Season 2, Episode 8. This episode is about traveling. The uh, reason why it's about traveling is because Juan actually missed two episodes ago uh, because he was out in Colorado with the boys. Juan, how you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, and yes, we did indeed go uh, somewhere. We went to Colorado Springs, and it was pretty fun. Um, probably all of my answers to my questions are going to be based off that trip. Betty. Okay. Uh, and with us is our first reoccurring guest of season two. Uh, Ariel actually is a freaking traveler. He goes to Montreal. He's gone to Montreal and L.A. Uh, within the last two years. Uh, Ariel, how are you doing? Good. And Toronto. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to Toronto. Uh, NBA. <laughs> NBA champions. Ariel's uh, an adopted yep. Drake fan. Yep. Um, by by def- by by le- legally, yeah. you're, you're a Beaver fan too. Uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, can I cruise? My bad. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, cool. Everyone has to. Not safe yeah, for work. Can. Not safe for work. I, Not safe for work. Ooh. Yeah. Um, oh. and with us is our professional traveling uh, buddy. Uh, she's gone to Europe for a whole year once, and then went to Seattle, went to a couple places, and then she w- just got back from Europe again. Um, I don't know where she finds the money for it. But here is my sister Anna. Anna, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Done being jet lagged, I guess. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. Traveling <laughs> <laughs> is like you know when I have the cash, it's like you might want to go out to eat. I'll spend my tax return on a ticket somewhere because I'm like if I keep it, it's gonna go to just food. So it might as well go to somewhere more beneficial like food over there. Imagine, imagine mm. a skinny Oscar that actually travels. <laughs> Fire. Um, and just mm. just a real recap of the episode for today. Uh, we're going to do both recaps of everyone's trips. Uh, we're also going to go and see how their perspective in the world um, changed during their trips. We're all going to cover also appreciating or depreciating Aurora after their trips. And then we're going to cap it off by um, just naming our dream destinations or future trips. Um, mm. But yeah. Sounds good. So we're going to start off by just recapping our trips. Um, Juan, I'm going to let you take the mic on this one. All right, since I already have the mic. Um, when was this? Do you guys remember? Was this it was already two, a month ago? This was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So me, um, friend Eric, Ruben, and Marcos, who I hope to have on the show sometime soon. Uh, Marcos has already been on the show, but Eric and Ruben have yet to come on. Uh, went to Colorado Springs. Um, it was sort of last minute for me because uh, Marcos and Eric already agreed to go and they've already decided on where to go and when they were going to go. Uh, so then um, once the uh, Barcelona trip that Ruben was going to go on with Angel and Pancho got canceled, unfortunately, um, he then jumped on uh, with Marcos and Eric. And then I was in the room when they were discussing it and I was looking at my bank account and I'm like, well... I can't afford it, but... And your bank account said, hell no. <laughs> my bank account was looking at me like... My bank account was on the bed. It was teasing me, dude. I was licking my lips. I was like... Stop it. And then uh, <laughs> I, I was like... I was like, Ruben, if you pay for like all my Ubers over there, I'll just pay my plane tickets and then we'll go. And then that didn't end up happening because we, we like 
pretty much split everything over there. So you finesse yourself? No, not really. I'd say that um, spending the money on trips is well worth it, especially if you go with the right people and you enjoy yourself. Cause um, yeah, yeah, I'll buy like uh like a new phone or something, and it, it'll make me feel good for like a quick second. But like, if I go somewhere, those are memories. And then uh, you know. I feel like when you're in a new place, you get to reflect on yourself a lot, like how you act around people that you've never met before, mm-hmm. and like your true, your true buddy comes out. You know what I'm saying? The um, natural buddy. The natural buddy. Yeah. The what, what's it called? What did what did uh, one of those philosophers say? Your ego, your real ego comes out. Yeah, and um, I just feel like once you come back, I mean, this is like a later a, a later question. Sorry, but uh, once you come back, you're kind of like uh, desensitized in a way to what you're used to uh and like when i was over there it was really like adventurous and everyone was outside everyone was really friendly which i'm not really sure whether to interpret it as we were just tourists and we were asking a lot of like simple questions and people were giving us simple answers or people were really friendly and like when we told everyone that they were nice everyone would just assume that everyone's high but a lot of the town over there was elderly so it was people above uh 40 50 um and you know they were hiking too. They were uh, doing the the mountains and stuff. And um, I will say that the worst part about that trip was when we decided to go to a dispensary. And then after the dispensary, yeah. after the dispensary, we went. <laughs> we walked across. We walked across a whole town, which is like a touristy town. We stopped at a gift shop, and then we were asking around for these like spring waters that you can drink. And then we found one of them, and we were expecting them to be huge, like like fountains. But they're literally just like, like sprinkling like little tubes, um, like in the middle of town. And it tasted like ass. And some girl went up to it with like a big ass cup, and she's like, "It's the iron. It's good for you." And she drank that shit. And I'm like, "Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was gross as hell, dude." Uh, and then after that, <laughs> I, we we walked a little bit more, and I can't remember who saw it first, but I believe. I may, it might have been Eric who saw it first, and I then. I have a question. Yeah. Do they smell like eggs? Because they have those in the Czech Republic, and the water is like they had those springs, and it smelled like just rotten eggs. It doesn't smell like anything, but it tasted like eggs. <laughs> it tastes really bad. So then Eric sees like a staircase going up a mountain, and I'm thinking, don't say it. And he's like, we should do it. We should climb that shit. Off, like, off the record, were y'all under the influence? Not at that point, but we will get to that. Okay. So then we we start walking. Is walk- this day one or just like? It's, it's literally the next day, the day after we land. Okay. And keep in mind, every day we would wa- we would wake up like at 6 a.m., um, which some to some people it's like nothing because they work. I mean, it's 7 a.m. They work fucking here, so. butt fuck shift 5 a.m. So, um, and so then we started climbing towards that staircase, and then we stopped again at another spring fountain to fill up water. But then we tasted that one, too, and it was ass. So we played ourselves again. So then at that point, we were like, let's take some edibles that we bought. And I was like, dude, fuck it. Like, why not? <laughs> I had no it. idea what was going to happen, dude. <laughs> and then we, we we finally, finally got to, like, the the, the foothills of the staircase. And uh, I think all in all, it's, like, 2,000 steps to climb up a mountain. And, like, each step gets, like, increasingly taller. Like at, at one point you literally have to climb with your hands. That was the edible. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> I was a thousand, I was a thousand steps up, 
And then suddenly, like, it just hit me so hard. No. And I got super high. Hell no. And I was already And I was already tired before getting high. So I was, I was high. I was tired. And the sun was beating on me. And, like, the higher I went, the air kept getting thinner. Yeah. So I was, like, sitting next to Marcos. And he was wearing a black <laughs> shirt. And, dude, <laughs> I was like, I, I don't think he heard me. But I'm like, Marcos, you look anonymous right now. And it's because, like, he was just wearing all black. So, like, I couldn't even tell what his facial features were. And I was just about to pass out, and I was like, dude, I can't do it. I can't. And he's like, all right, let's go meet up Eric and Ruben. And I thought they were already at the peak. But when we got to them, there was a little sign that says, congrats, only a 1,000 more steps to go. So we were like 1,700 steps up, and I was like, nah, fuck this. Like, I'm going down. And then the whole way down, they were like, you forgot your dick back there. And I, I mean, I took it. I was like, yeah, like, I'm the first one to admit that I backed out, but I, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, we all backed we all went back down. But Marcos was tired too. Sick. And buddy, buddy, buddy till this day will say I could have done it. But buddy was tired too. So There's you can, a video so you of can us say like going slow. They're all after dicks back there. You're the only one to I don't want to say that, but you can say that. I will say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it because I'm the first one to admit that I backed out because I was literally about to pass out. If anything, you chose where to put your dick. And they kind of just like dropped it off right next to you. They're like, oh, yeah. Really they hear that <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's a good point to make. Other than that, the the rest of the days they were they were awesome. We walked around uh, parks that weren't very mountainous, and then uh, there's a lot of like, there were what are you guys doing? <laughs> there were a lot of like uh, red stones and, um, and man, it, it was just so beautiful. And we saw like deer. Also, like everyone's dog there was unleashed and it didn't bark at all. The only time it barked was if we were like near their house and they started barking. But it was so cool. I, to say that I would live there is kind of a stretch, but I would love to go back and spend a lot more time there. Now, we know a buddy who uh, also goes to Colorado a lot um, commented on Colorado Springs saying, it's the aurora of Colorado. Uh, can you Do you agree or disagree? I disagree strongly because, like I said, you, you go somewhere and then you become desensitized to what you're used to. And there's no mountains here in Aurora. So to say it's like the aurora of anywhere is completely false because it's just it was absolutely flat. yeah <laughs> i mean it's very flat here and it's beautiful over there and everyone's very friendly um but it was really quiet because there's also a college there and so i'm assuming why we didn't see the reason why we didn't see a lot of people our age is because like there are you know school's done it was like it's already june or may um so that's why there's a lot of elderly people but i enjoyed myself a lot i would 100 percent go back and properly do the hike and not pass out. All 2,000 steps. All 2,700-something steps, yeah. And pick up your dick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pick it up and put so, it back. Um, I know you guys all done it. I've never actually experienced this, but um, re- my, my last question for your trip was, how was the Airbnb? Like, Do you, do you recommend Airbnbs? I'll probably ask I, all you I guys I do, but if there was ever a time to be picky... That would be it. Like picking where you're gonna stay, you have to be really picky, and you have to like, um, you have to message. Well, you have by default you have to message like the person that you're renting it from, but you just gotta see like the reviews. If it's anything less than four and a half stars, I don't take it. I don't want it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just four and a half and I've above. Done that under a four and a half, and I can tell you, it gets very tricky to find your keys just to get in the building. And yeah, it's so very rough, just, but you know. Yeah. Airbnbs are what they are. I also don't so trust places. ones that are shared. 
I did that too. You did questionable. It just You're doing makes you everything it, that I would not. I did it just because I was like, ah, oh, like you know what? It's one night. I'm only literally gonna show up <laughs> for it to sleep. But it gets real creepy when you're at yeah. your door, and that place was really old, so uh -huh. it doesn't have the key to actually lock your door. So I could definitely hear when people would come into that place, and I'm mm -hmm. like, so I bar barricaded myself in the room when I was going to bed, just in case anyone didn't want to come in on accident. Yeah, definitely, See, definitely very sketch unless you're already familiar suspect. with group sharing or mm -hmm. group living. So, I mean, I would I would say I would do recommend it, but you just have to be super picky. Gotcha. You can't just go into it blindly like a hotel. Those hot hotels have standards. Yeah. And Airbnbs really don't. I mean, to some extent they do, but um, there's a novelty to Airbnbs that you won't get with hotels. That's why I, I would like them. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you get more uh, bang for your buck at an Airbnb because yeah. you get an entire place. So, Ariel, you went to L.A. Uh, this year. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your experience in the great... Uh, what the fuck is LA? City of Angels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was it was good. I I liked it more than I thought it was going to. I think it helped because we didn't go when it was scolding hot. Um, but we went back in the the end of March, so it's good time to go. Um, we stayed with an Airbnb. Um, in who was we? Oh, uh, it was me, uh, my girlfriend Jeanette, um, and then her sister, and then her girlfriend, um. But, yeah, it was nice. Our, our Airbnb host, they had a guest house, you know, because that's a thing in L.A. a lot. We have a guest home, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you can afford it because <laughs> um, it's expensive out there. Um, it was a sweet old retired couple. Like Juan said, you got to be kippy, uh, picky with the Airbnbs. I've gotten lucky with the three that I've, I've chose. Like, you could tell, like, they treat their Airbnb like a hotel and they have standards. Um, I think the one we... It was very side topic. The one we had in in Las Vegas once, like he actually had cleaners to go and clean the apartment. Like he doesn't, like I didn't even live in Las Vegas. Um, but back to LA, um, it was it was fun. Uh, the first day, damn, what did we do? I'm blinking out. We just got there and rented a car because we got there kind of in a weird time, like three, uh, in the afternoon. Um. Mm -hmm. uh, Let's see. Sorry, my bad. Um, what else did we do today? I think we just went out to to get in and out. You know, you kind of have to do that, which I like. Quick question: Portillo's in and out. <laughs> Hold on. For me, for me, Portillo's like a hundred thousand percent. You know, I I would have said that the first time I tried in and out, Portillo's all the way. But I think. The fucking well, they say they say Five Guys is more uh, closer to In-N-Out, right? Yeah. Honestly, I think In-N-Out you can't. Or, or you really, you can only compare Shake Shack and In-N-Out because they're both regional restaurants, really. Well, so is Portillo's, isn't it? Maybe. I, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Portillo's is the like, the, like the Midwest, the, the Midwestern one, but it's known for because we have the Italian beef, which is yeah. what they have and, with like their cheesy fries or something. Yeah, and I think we're also going about to get Whataburger because uh, Whataburger got. Oh, bought I can't up. wait to try that when I go to Texas. I think yeah, Texas, Texas. Yeah. and 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 a, and, a, and a mid and a Midwest company bought it. Oh shit! So that's why uh, they're saying like, and I think they're based off Illinois, like Illinois. So, <laughs> well, no, like Whataburger, it was that the uh, they sold their shares or whatever they to a bank in 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 Illinois, and the big problem with Texans is that they're gonna have to expand here now, and they're like, oh, you're like 
this is our thing and a, a lot of people were i guess were giving crap to the company and so the whataburger actually actually wrote like a letter oh and like goodness. was like you always you will always be our home and we will always be a texan thing or whatever and you know with much love from whataburger i thought it was so funny that they actually had to go out and be like we still love you oh my god here's the reassurance that we still love you we're just seeing other people now for all the people that want to move to texas even whataburger's leaving so <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> fuck texas <laughs> back to your question though i just want to say i i really enjoyed in and out this time and it's I think it's ch- it's cheaper than Portillo's. What uh, what place in L.A. did you stay? Like, did you stay like? Oh fuck, what's it called? La Brea. It's called like the neighborhood. It's like, oh, what was the nearest? Northern area. Was it like? A uh, no, it was it was still L.A. Um, it was like, I I believe it was a little west of of downtown L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like La Brea. The biggest street there is Fairfax, which uh. A lot of famous people go to this mall there, and the, the L.A. Farmers Market is a couple of minutes away. Um, it was a nice area. It was kind of in the middle of everything. West Hollywood was very nearby, and then Hollywood. What's the difference? There's a difference. West Hollywood is actually like the like part of West Hollywood is like the boys' town of Chicago. Oh, yeah, so they have like, like a saucy side. There's a saucy, saucy. side. Yeah. It's like West Chicago and Chicago. <laughs> I don't think that's at all because West Chicago is just a yeah. suburb. And then Hollywood's obviously like uh, like closer to like obviously the uh, the so boulevard. The yeah, you basically. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> like the. I'm telling you, this house had a guest house. <laughs> was Def- it was it like the Evanston? Like? Oh yeah, maybe something like the Evanston. The Evanston. But it was so very homey. Like it wasn't like. No, 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 no. Oh, I remember now we did the first day. We went. I really liked it too. It's called um, Oliveira Street. It is basically this like block. It's next to Chinatown. You said that. that's why I remembered. Um, it's like a very it's like a very little Mexico. So I don't know like if you guys have gone to like the fairs in Mexico, how they have like puestos. The tianguis. I don't know. What, I don't know. If that's that's what they call the the little markets that like a tianguis or okay. or like yeah. a flea market. I guess I'm pretty uncultured sometimes. <laughs> but uh yeah they sold everything like a lot of things are can made chanclas you know um that was when we had some tacos there um and we, i don't know we did it. we were there for five days i can't even remember everything we did but i know you remember what you did in montreal oh i do how's the how's the north it's beautiful <laughs> yeah because you, you you're always commenting that you want to move there uh, wh- yeah, why is that that's it really changed our perspective i think that to be fair, that was like our first, um, our trip as adults. Because obviously, I mean, as a kid, you travel with your family to wherever you go see family or whatever. And it's, it's something I think that Juan said earlier. It's like if you go with the right people, which for me happened to be my girlfriend. Um, I think it really helped shape us, our perspective of the world. It really humbles you, and and just thinks. Even though Montreal is a big city, so you really there's something to really humble you about. But uh, like you think back how it's so much different the culture is so much different than here not only just aurora though it's just like i feel like the country like the overall feeling of this country um i don't know we just liked it it was kind of a perfect balance of city and and not like not a city you know mm-hmm. like you had the city where like the offices and all the big buildings and skyscrapers um and then you had like old montreal and the old port which was like literally brick roads like in france and and things like that. Uh, it was just it was just perfect. That 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 trip destroyed us when we got back. 
it was sad the whole time. So just yeah. just like you know skipping, skipping to like you know we can doesn't matter what, what, how we jump into those segments, but yeah. it it changed your perspective. Yeah. It, changed, it definitely changed uh, how you view the states. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Why? I think it's not cliche, but everybody was so nice. Because <laughs> they're Cana- Canadian. Yeah. I've met Canadians though, and they can the friendlier and more time you spend with them, they get they have their sass. I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure they do. Obviously, we're we're there looking from the outside, looking from the outside yeah. in, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like obviously we didn't get the whole picture. But I accidentally tripped this guy, and he didn't say anything. <laughs> I did that when, when we when we were little. Me and Oscar uh, went as a as a family to Niagara Falls. I remember I bumped into someone because I was staring up at all the maple trees, yeah. and he apologized, and I was like. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like for once in in my life, we both apologize to each other at the same time. We're here, like if you're walking in Chicago, it's like good luck, man. Yeah. I don't know if you're gonna get the same <laughs> luck. Um, yeah, some some parts of it. It's just that uh, everything was so euphoric. Is that a, I think that's a mm-hmm. word, a good word. Like we got there, we walked around. We had the, the best pizza that I've had ever from this pizza. I don't even know. It was like some French word. And it was number two at the end. And it was like, pizza, pizza. pizza. Oh, Little C's. <laughs> they, they have a version of Little it, C's. It'd be Petite Caesar. Petite Caesar, yeah, yeah. But they have a little version of a, a, ver- a version of Little Caesars back there where they sell like $5 Petite pizza. <laughs> I think it is called like pizza. I think it's just called Pizza Pizza, honestly. Yeah. And it's orange too, so it's like. Mm. <laughs> we didn't try that one though, but it was like this nicer place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think the, our hotel was in, like in the perfect location. Mm-hmm. Um, it was next to the street uh, called uh, Rue Saint Catherine. You know, I'm just trying my mm-hmm. French here. But that 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 street was just it was it was gorgeous just because it starts off as like like a bunch of you know main brand brand stores, a big mall, and then it just turns, and then the the, the road stops for trucks. Nobody can no trucks can drive anymore. Because of pedestrian and you zone. Yeah, and you just start walking. And there's like little shops, ice cream shops. There was like one of my favorite moments. There was like these swings in the middle of this thing, and you when you get on, it just plays piano music while you're swinging. And it's just like I said, it's euphoric. It's in the middle of the city, right? Aurora could never. Could never know. They try with like painting the freaking energy or mailboxes in downtown, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, not not to bash on my city. Um, And then they had like giant chest. For people to play like strangers play each other it just felt it felt so like a little town but in a big city i don't know which is aurora do, do you think montreal is the aurora of canada fuck no <laughs> <laughs> that's another question i'll ask uh no no it's not because it, no it's an actual city like there's parts of it that are like chicago mm. And, but there's other parts. It just you just feel like you're not in a big city, though. Did it feel like you were in like a Naperville esque? N- no, that's another thing. I would hate to feel like I'm in Naperville too, because I hate like the fakeness of Naperville. This felt more genuine. This it felt, felt like genuine. Like I said, there's maybe like maybe the, it is a Canadian thing. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> and and then, I maybe mean, not. I think it's just a city because I went to Toronto too, and I didn't get the same feeling. To be fair, Toronto's literally Chicago's twin city. Like it's it's it's, what I've heard. it's a city near a lake. A big ass tower that people go see. It's windy. Uh, yeah, it's literally it's like, it's like it's it's like they're the same. It's a doppel- doppelganger. Is what it's called. Like. Doppelganger. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Or sister city. 
Yeah. Uh, sister cities are a real thing, though. They really are, yeah. I, th- I think that I think they are sister Na- cities. Naperville is a sister city of where I stayed in, in Europe, it's, and so it's like, but and they don't look at, at all identical. So let's talk about your trip now. Uh, what? How was Europe? How was the old continent? The post-communism. <laughs> it's literally what it is. Um, so two years ago, I did a year. In Europe, it was 11 months, uh, roughly. Uh, I stayed in Slovakia, which is, fun fact, the center of Europe, and not to be confused with Eastern Europe, although it was, you know, communistic as shit at one point, and the old people there still very much have that, you know, communistic vibe to them. But I traveled a lot. I've now been to, I believe, 11 countries and counting, uh, including the U.S., obviously, because you can travel in this country. So... um, (laughs) You know, when I was there, I was able to go to the Czech Republic, you know, Hungary, Austria. I went to France and Italy and Spain. Um, And it's just so different that people over there, you're like, oh, a trip across the country for for Slovakia is five hours. That gets you literally to like Springfield, Illinois or something. I don't know. And it's just kind of like, you know, for us, people will drive three hours for a concert. No big deal. And you tell someone over there like, oh, this is three hours away. They, they buy tickets to fly because they're like driving sounds so ridiculous to them mm-hmm. uh, I think one of the biggest things going back because I just came back this past Wednesday I did three weeks uh, in Slovakia again and I only went um, I visited Prague and I was in Budapest I flew in and out of Budapest um, there was a lot of hiking Slovakia is a very like naturistic um, country there's a lot of mountains and it's very agricultural the entire country is small. There is nothing that makes that country all in all even feel remotely like what Aurora is. Um, it is the sister city of Naperville uh, where I stayed. So it was weird that when I was there, people from Naperville, part of like the city hall was in the in Nitra, Slovakia with me. And then I was like, oh, I'm from Aurora. And they were like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, you're weird. Why are you here? Because I was already like six months into yeah. my trip and I'm like... God, why am I seeing Americans mm-hmm. like in this like little ass town? But I love it. It was it's so different because being Hispanic, there's when you greet people, there's a certain way about going like going about it, and there's a certain way about talking to people and making friends. And over there, almost everyone's known each other their entire lives. Like I'm like, how how long have you known this person? It's like randomly, and they'll be like, oh, since grade school, or like we grew up in the same village or something like that. And I'm like dang I'm like, i switch up best friends like every three years dang. you know yeah it's like it's just like something you gotta do because you know you gotta keep it fresh who's your new best friend right now the mic right now uh the, the mic no um definitely it's we like beep, a, it's like a toss-up between kendra and maria right now we bleep it out and shit <laughs> Kendra Maria, start counting your time right now <laughs> we already agreed though that maria would probably be more or less the maid of honor because i think i trust her more in that sense of my life because she's been longevity wise maria's been in my life longer but kendra has definitely amplified my life in the last year that i've known her but that's besides the point that's not what we're talking about um um um, what was was saying a shot at love Oh. (laughs) (laughs) oh but no and then you know comparing you know doing a whole year i got to build a lifestyle there so coming back to the u.s you do this whole po- like reverse culture shock and i definitely hated being back because 
I wasn't trying so the first time coming back the second time i loved being back right away from the get-go um but i had you know there's a difference between doing a three-week trip to the same place as opposed to a whole year to a new place because everything is very like how you said euphoric and then it becomes your life but you don't have responsibilities as much as you would in a place that's permanent as like being here back home and where i had to draw the line post exchange was you know the idea of like me wanting to go back and build a life that i had there mm-hmm. because going back on a trip just to visit i realized i could never have that same lifestyle because you know i went with a program where obviously i went by myself but i met all those people there and those people really made you know it made the place what it was for me and not seeing most of the people that were there obviously because some of them were exchange students a lot of them moved to different countries to go to college or university or had jobs or built families by then and you know you don't have the same schedule the same routine and just being a traveler you know going on hikes with different people it just didn't feel the same I felt like I was going on a schedule of a tourist and re-recognizing all I knew um which was fun it was incredibly fun um you know getting up every day having something new to do i got sick you shouldn't do sushi in central europe but (laughs) i've never do sushi at all um but i definitely definitely did love it i missed the food um the actual like slovak cuisine and the hungarian cuisine was amazing sorry um (laughs) but i think all in all i'm glad that i went back it gave me closure on my trip from the first time two years ago that I think I really needed to be like, okay, this is what home is like. And coming back, I appreciate, you know, having family and coming home and being like, this is my bed. These are my things. I'm not living out of a suitcase. When I was doing it before, it was like the travel bug really just had you going and like mm-hmm. living your best life all the time, just doing spontaneous things. And I think everyone can agree that when you travel, you want to be more impulsive with everything, more spontaneous, like you had said. Um, but you know coming home and having security stability is also something like when you start growing up is great i mean it's also nice to do like like a week-long trip like i did a trip by myself to seattle i think in december right before christmas and it really gave me time to like decompress you know reevaluate and self-evaluate where i am in life and adulting's hard and sometimes it's good to get away from things not for a long period of time but really just to kind of having like i stayed at an airbnb that was incredibly small and it was so close to everything that i could walk to the space needle and it would be like 35 minutes away the pike place market was literally like across the street i could see it from my window and it was amazing but traveling by myself i was like holy fuck i need a human interaction because mm-hmm. you can't talk to anyone because obviously in a place like seattle yeah it's the west coast there's a different vibe but you don't know anyone and other than the people that are helping you get your tickets and stuff like that like you're going back to your place and you're just i watched so many films because i had i did not have anyone to speak with that was probably the most silent i had ever been in my life yeah. other than when i was an infant i've learned that i went to a concert by myself and i hated it so i've learned that i, I never want to do like big experiences by myself ever i always gotta have someone with me so i actually traveled by myself once um, <laughs> wait before 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 we get to your shitty ass trip, uh, I want to ask Anna something. <laughs> Sorry, I know it's shitty, dude. I know it's shitty. So, so since I can't travel outside the U.S. 
for now at least um i feel like when i went to colorado there was a certain expectation even though it was a different place and you know it's, a, it's on the other side of the country there was still some something about it made me feel like it's not that different from where i am like there's some novels because it's still american you know so what's so the, there was the like expectation expect, of being just like expectations of you don't really feel that far from home when you're there but it's like a completely new different area still like but the expectation if, to become so comfortable to a quaint area that it feels homey yeah but, i guess so um but just like like there's there's still like uh an expectation where you know people in another state are still american they'll act different like they won't say op like oh, in the midwest like you, but they'll, they'll 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 still have something about them that makes them american though like you'll find the things that make it relative to be like oh it's yeah we're more similar than we are different yeah. that's but, definitely something i've noticed but like in europe i feel like your expectations were broken every day was that um, true i think well well, I was told from the get-go to try to go with as little expectation as possible because you're not building yourself up to this hype that you have in your head of anything. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids that I saw that were with me who had this idea and ended up in areas that weren't what they pictured or even what they were shown prior to arrival um, would either get incredibly excited for what they had or disappointed because obviously like, you could get on a bus and in three hours you were in a whole different country. Mm-hmm. And... But I don't know. I mean, living in a place where, like, for example, let's start with Seattle. Being there and being like, it's a whole, I've never been on the West Coast, never been to, you know, California, LA, never done any of that, never been outside of most of the Midwest, other than like the travels, like with the school. And when I was in high school, like to Florida for like tournaments and whatnot. So being on an actual trip in the US, I could tell what made it American, which was the rush of being of being somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like, I left the downtown area, and it's, you know, people are living a routine life. But like you had said, you'd see people walk a dog and go do hikes and whatnot, and the vibe was different. Like, people don't say the same, you know, things. They don't, the verbiage is different, all that kind of stuff. But I could tell I was in the U.S. because, for one, yeah. like... I just knew obviously where I was and what I'm doing every day is a very American tourist thing. You know, you buy a city pass and you're doing, you're going to all the, the landmarks aren't landmarks like a castle where it's like, or like an old cathedral, mm-hmm. um, a famous viewpoint on a hill or like a mountain. It's like, you're going up the space needle. You're going to take a river cruise. Mm-hmm. You're going to go, and like do like this like food tasting through Pike Place Market. You're gonna buy souvenirs that's like keychains and T-shirts, and you know take a picture at every novelty, you know shop, or you know take a picture at that's like every like famous building because you buy one, take the tour, and then they like will try to sell it to you at the end or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in in Europe, I felt like I could find the similarities in people that made us people but to be did you have to try to find them i feel like if you go to another state you don't have to try to find them you just do you just you be like oh shit that's very american of you um it was weird because i think i i tried finding them at first because i was obviously in like this like oh my god i'm in europe Mm -hmm. and then you're like 
well, make, what makes you different? Like, what makes yeah. you European? And I was like, oh, you're cl- so cold-shouldered. But as I got to know people, I'm like, you're not cold-shouldered. You just observe me before you get to, like, really try to get to know me because I'm different. I'm new in your life. That's what happens when people. two world wars happen in Europe, dude. <laughs> people are like, let me hold up. <laughs> Who's, what's your motive? <laughs> well, that's interesting. Thank you for answering my question. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know about you, but you said you, you talked about, like, you feel like a tourist sometimes at places or when you go travel. Uh, for me, I, one of the things I, I found, first of all, I hate feeling like a tourist because then you just feel... Oh, I definitely don't like it. Once you feel, you feel a... basic and like you just... Like when I went up to CN Tower and seen all the people in there, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to pay 80 Canadian dollars to go up there. <laughs> no, it was like when I bought I bought a, like a city pass mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I can't believe I'm standing in front of this... Fa- <laughs> like this that clock that everyone like glorifies in, in Prague, yeah. it's not nearly as tall as you see in pictures because every angle apparently is from the ground up. And okay. I was like, when you stand up against it, you're like, dude, just a freaking clock. <laughs> and people stand there 20 minutes prior to that, like every hour change because yeah. every hour it'll like switch people, like these little dolls come out, twirl a little, then come back in. And I'm just like, this is so disappointing. Because you build that hype in your head of doing yeah. all the touristy things. And it's like, I would rather just go sit in my house and just like, because it takes five minutes yeah. for that thing like to come out, do the thing, go back. And then the it goes from a crowded area to like no one in that square. Yeah. One of the things I found that I like the most besides, I mean, because I, I didn't like feeling like a tourist, but what I, I like, I like learning the street names. And being able, because after you're there for a couple of days, you kind of learn a little bit oh, of everything. Yeah, like no one would be able to pronounce the street names. No, well, in no. Slovakia, yeah. other than me. And I think but that's like, really cool. Is like I come back and I'm like I can say foreign shit. Yeah, but like, or any world you ever got, I don't know if you you enjoy learning the street names and kind of finding your way around the city, probably even without a map or like. That's how I felt in Paris because Paris is like they has districts, and the more it's kind of like if you were to draw, almost like the way. Um, a target board is how it's like red white and then it comes into mm-hmm. that target point that's how like i feel like oddly enough paris is mm-hmm. and so it's like you're in this district and this one and this one and you can see like this is the bougie one and then this is the not so bougie one and this is the one they tell you to stay away from and this is where all the whores yeah. live and like you know you see that difference of just walking down the street and being like now i know which district i'm in because yeah yeah across this bridge I, that's such a great feeling i don't know because then you don't feel like a tourist that much anymore that's how i, I started felt feeling a little bit more with definitely once you get to the point of like that's that's the whore district we can't be there past 11 um no i mean i do like that but i've never it's never been like something that i thought about until right now okay i think it's never been like i know the street names like i'm i feel like a local to the point where like i can give you directions yeah um i think more for me it's like the 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 feeling of being able to talk to someone in a different country in their language being able to order like a cup of coffee by yourself and being like yeah all right, i'm gonna i'm ready to pay now you don't know how shitty i felt when i would walk in or we would walk in anywhere in montreal and the first thing they do is speak speak to you in french but then you speak back in english and like you i feel like that they, they switch back to english because everybody over there knows two languages pretty, pretty <laughs> cool um and then you just yeah, feel everyone shitty because a mon- monolingual fuck is what we call them <laughs> That's a very good description. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, because everyone in Europe is almost basically obligated to t- take English in school. Almost yeah. basically fluent by the time I met them in high school. Some people were really bad at it, but they really, you know, didn't try or it was really hard for them. Languages isn't for everyone, but at all, everyone's also taking a second foreign language because they don't count English as a foreign language. They, they, it's, a it's, almost, it's required 
to find a professional path almost anywhere unless yeah. you really are going to stay in Slovakia, which no one's goal is unless you're you're trying to just get a regular occupation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you can tell us your shitty story, I guess. <laughs> man, you guys are about to get disappointed. <laughs> so mad. Yeah, yeah. um, I don't even know how I am because I've already been disappointed by the story. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't traveled a lot. Uh, I haven't left the country in six years. What, what? You can talk about how shitty it is to plan a group trip for someone. Um, being the one to plan like a weekend getaway for like a group of 26 and how stressful that is. Okay, so but not not before that. Um, I haven't left the country in six years. Uh, last time I left the country, I was, oh, I'm turning 23 in, in a week. I was 17, so yeah, five years. I haven't left the country in five years. Um, I usually, I usually travel to Mexico, and that was the first time I technically traveled by myself because I, I, well, I traveled with my sister, but uh, went by ourselves. I went to Niagara Falls, which doesn't count because I stayed in the American side of Niagara Falls. And if you ever, you ever, no, I'm just naming shit. Um. But if you stay in the in the American side of, of Niagara Falls, it's horrible. <laughs> horrible. Um mm. they only have a Popeyes. That's it. <laughs> um but what one of my horrible stories of traveling was one I was going to a a leadership convention for my fraternity back when I was mm-hmm. a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Sophomore yeah, I was a sophomore in, in college. Um and I one of my alumni paid for a a Greyhound. It was like a hundred. It was like two hundred dollars <laughs> less. It was like a hundred twenty <laughs> less than like a Southwest. A like, fifty. Uh, like a Southwest. <laughs> like I could have just f- flew there for like three hours, but no, I had to go a twenty-two hour drive, um, which was horrible. Uh, first stop was Chicago, where you had to like be the in the in the I guess like the headquarters or station, the main station for the state. Uh, from there, I went to Gary, Indiana great gary indiana uh it's a meme in the fucking cars against humanities <laughs> card uh it's horrible it's like a war zone in there if you're from gary indiana because i know there's somebody from gary indiana who listens to this podcast For i real? get i get the stats dude. somebody's out there people pay you to live there dude. tqo pod fan people, people pay to live People pay for you to live in Indiana, period. We're going to go fund you <laughs> to get out of Gary, Indiana. Oh, God. Uh, but that was horrible. I, I stayed in Gary, Indiana for, like, no more than 30 minutes uh, because we, the bus had to get, like, fuel or something. But after that, we drove all the way to Indianapolis. Indianapolis was nice. The station that we stayed was right behind the Colts Stadium. Um, and we had to wait there for, like, two hours. So I went to mm-hmm. I, I, I went to walk around the, the closest food place that was open was a subway very sketch subway but whatever <laughs> um Is there indian people working there uh indianapolis indian people yeah <laughs> which it's a, sp- a specific um thing because i don't know it's just weird uh if you're from indianapolis uh, please let me know because you know uh from there i we went to cincinnati cincinnati ohio uh worst place ever uh, another great greyhound greyhound station, uh, but there I had to wait eight hours. <laughs> eight hours. Eight hours. Um, God I just damn. I think it was probably like I want to say. I bet you that thirty minutes in Gary, Indiana felt longer though. <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> it's like time stops, dude. Like it's just yeah. so bad. Um, but in Cincinnati, this isn't the city of Cincinnati is beautiful. Driving there, the city, the roads are the the city streets are very narrow, and it's like kind of classy. 
almost like if you're in a painting. But okay. when like the station's like outside the city, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, I had to be there for eight hours. I had a, like a little small like like you know suitcase with just like it was like a four day trip, so I had to bring like clothes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, throughout the trip, I sat next to this one dude, and we, we he was from. He was traveling to Miami. Um, he, he told me his whole life story. His girlfriend cheated on him. Um, Damn. I think one of his family members died. That's that's why he was traveling to Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we bonded over Super Smash Brothers. Um, and the whole time there, uh, we were just like, he went to the bathroom and I, I took care of his stuff. And, and then I went to I went to the bathroom. It was my turn to go to the bathroom. And in the bathroom, you have to wait because it was like two stalls mm-hmm. and a urinal. And I walked in there, taking was you know taking a piss, and I felt someone behind me, like <laughs> she was like I didn't, I never told anybody hey personal space but I was like I was gonna say it. I was like yo back up, <laughs> and I turned around and it was this really big black dude I was like fuck I'm gonna get mugged like this is it, and he just like mumbled and like I scooted away he was using the bathroom, and I guess he just fuck he, he's a Cincinnati dude and just, just fucked the line I'm, I live here. In the bus station, um, but I was washing my hands, and the same dude was behind me. Like, <laughs> there's another, there's another sink. He made you his bathroom, bitch. Like, yeah. Use it before you. Props. A- well, he, he didn't, cause I was washing my hands already. Um, and then he's like, "Hey," he's like, "I was like, hey, what's up?" Like, like, do you have any money? And then I was like, from there, I knew he was like a homeless dude, and I'm like, "No, nah, I don't, I don't have, uh, I don't have big bills." I was like, "I'll take that." <laughs> I was like, nah, you good, G. And I was like, oh, I'll I'll sell you um, this jewelry for like a twenty. And I'm, what do you mean? I was like, I was like, nah, I'm I'm not interested. And before I even said I'm not interested, he pulled out like a napkin, like a balled up napkin, and opened it. And it was like a bunch of gold chains. Uh-huh. He's like, I'll give you all this for twenty bucks. And I'm like, I'm good. And while I was like like trying to like walk away, like a police officer came and a buddy like put his like fake chains back in his pocket and I was like I was like, I dashed out and the guy <laughs> the guy was like taking care of my stuff he's like oh did he did he offer you uh, chains too <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah it was like how much did he offer you <laughs> how much did he ask it was like 20 it's like nah buddy was gonna sell me for 40 <laughs> <laughs> um but we st- I stood there for eight hours uh I had my laptop when it was still good if you know my laptop yeah. it was like it went through like two tours of just like bullshit in the skull house but mm-hmm. um i watched like movies on hulu and then from there we went to knoxville and from knoxville like we we parted ways like he he was gonna take another another uh, bus and i went to uh, i was going to Asheville, north carolina which Asheville, north carolina is very nice uh, i re- highly recommend it. i actually had uh chicken and waffles there for the first time and it was mm-hmm. like a big ass piece of like thigh meat and then like this huge belgian waffle and they have a lot of oak trees over there, or maple trees, and they they had um oak trees. <laughs> oak, yeah, I don't know. They had trees. They 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 just had trees, but they had syrup from it, mm. and it was all natural, I guess, and it was delicious. Uh, the mountain place was, we we stayed in this YMCA in the mountains because North Carolina has the Appalachian. Appalachian mountains. So it was like I was like part of that. We were in the, in the ridge, so I was like I did hike. I, I hiked there and, and I, I smoked weed with um, 
Okay, Cody. Some of my, <laughs> uh, some, some <laughs> of my brothers from the sorry. MIT and shit like that. I wish it was Kid Cudi. Um, met mm. people there from all over the place, like LA, um, you know, UCLA, stuff like that. And then coming back, I begged, I begged one of the Chicago schools um, <laughs> take me back, to take dog. me back. <laughs> I was like, take me back, bro. Like, I do not want to take the grade. Because going back was going to be 24 hours. Going oh, there was dude. 21. Going back was 24 because it was going to take Holy another sleep. loop. It was going to take a, a big-ass, like, a swoop. A swoop? Um, <laughs> I was like, take me back. And I was like, oh, yeah, we can take you back. Which was bullshit because they couldn't take me over there. They told me they didn't have any room, but, like, magically they found room. Um, they they kicked, didn't know they you kicked, were annoying you. They were like, let's wait until you know they, there. You know who they, they kicked not. out, but you didn't realize? You know who they kicked out? <laughs> who? Buddy who tried to sell you jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> in Cincinnati. Yeah, he was, he got nah. the bus. Uh, but he, they took me back, and we almost got in a car accident because it was snowing in no. Kentucky. It was snowing bad, and Kentucky doesn't take a lot of snow, so they they didn't have like proper city shutdown. Yeah, it was like <laughs> one inch, and they're going crazy. But us Chicago people and like you know Midwestern people were like, oh, "This is it. Sorry. Like we find." And we we got home in ten hours. Like no, it was like Dumb it was fifteen snap, hours, but like less, and that was the worst trip of my life. Um, planning trips. Ah, do you have any good ones? No. <laughs> what, what? I think Cancun was a good trip for you. Cancun? Oh yeah, I've been to Cancun. I met. I've seen like Janita and Tulum. You gotta mm-hmm. hold a shark. I hold a shark. I held a shark. And I got attacked by a lizard. I did. Oh snap! The uh, one thing is, when you hold fresh fruit, you don't want to be low to the ground where lizards can jump on you because they'll mm-hmm. just—they have very long like claws so they just hook onto your clothes and wiggle their tail trying to climb up you and it's very frantic when you're eight years old and lizard trying to take your banana from you so yeah don't hold your banana too close to the iguanas uh, but i have planned trips i plan a trip to wisconsin dells um the great capital of amazingness and fun in the midwest <laughs> 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 uh, which i do say is the aurora of of wisconsin because that's just horrible if you're not there to like <laughs> you're not there yeah for, like, i would agree with that like other is you got walmart and you got slides and we, here we got walmart and we have blackberry farm and phyllis park yeah no, um, that's it. no but wisconsin was dope um uh, i planned a trip for my fraternity and it was like 26 people and and actually, you rented a cabin, um, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's hard because older people, like you know, I guess you can consider them older people in the fraternity. We get beds, and the the younger you were, um, you were either slept, you slept on the floor. People slept on the floor. They took out like cushions and like made themselves like pillows. But um, it's very stressful to plan things, especially if you're planning for a big group. I can only imagine like Eric and Marcos who uh, planned the trip, uh, who did it for four people. You know. Yeah. And then like. Planning for a couple is easy because it's like you like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. It's just two minds agreeing before people. It gets hard because like it's, you know, four people. I four think minds. four people is like the absolute limit. I, a- I, did for tw- I did 12 once, We did, but it was an oh. overnight. So I really only had to plan a day that night and the next mm-hmm. day. And I can definitely agree. Well, this was after the fact, so I could like pity him a bit, but I like – I was just so because I had to manage the money of everyone making sure they paid mm-hmm. me, and some people weren't paying me until we got there. Yeah, and I, so I like put it on my card, and then I had to call my mom. She's like, "Why do you have this on your card?" And I was like, "Oh, it's cool. We'll get the money back." But I spent the money, so it never actually went into my account. And it was just like 
so hectic trying to find a place that hosts 12 people in a big city last minute and you're doing everything and all these people want to do certain things and you're like you don't know what you're talking about it's gonna and go. they haven't paid you and they haven't paid me their it's, it's like buddy who who don't he never pitches in but wants uh wings when you order like pizza it's like shut up like you know <laughs> um but for me i was just straight up i was like you know we had 26 people and we only got 18 water park wristbands i'm mm. like if you, you if if you're a freshman or a, or, or a pledge, you ain't going. Damn. And got know, they ass. So I was very I was very strict about it. And if they didn't pay me, obviously by a certain day, I told them they couldn't go. Um, so I, yeah. I'm more strict when it comes to like um, deadlines, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, moving forward, that's good. I would say you would you never want to be lenient when planning a trip at all. Either way. I think you can. You have to be serious planning trips up until you're at the trip. Mm, yeah, because like the, I can say that the, the planning before you have to like make sure you you have enough money to, for the for the uh, traveling and and yeah. paying for like the hotel or the Airbnb and and even paying for like advancing like advance like you know you're gonna go see a, a Broadway mm-hmm. play or go to Disney you pay for yeah. advancing stuff like that. But once you're there, you, you you're you're appreciating right. your time and, and you're less serious about mm-hmm. it. But um, so you guys all, you guys all slowly or you talked about per, your perspective on the world and how, uh, you, mm-hmm. Juan, you talked about how you, you find American, like, you know, going to Colorado, you've been in Vegas, like you see similarities or more similar than, than different. Um, mm-hmm. Ariel, you, you noticed that us Americans are very single, uh, mon, what was it? No, mono, monolingual, Um, I know I I didn't pay attention to anything you said because I feel like I'm very like numb when we talk about Europe. You've heard a lot of my stories though. I think when it comes to that, but like the reason why we call it a monolingual fuck is someone like a very American is, um, and you two don't know him, but you know Keith. So I lived in college. As soon as I came back, I was like, I'm gonna be cultured, and I lived on the foreign language floor. So everyone spoke a second language, but this one kid was just there because he was best friends with his roommate and didn't want to live with anyone else. And we were like, Why don't you just learn the language? You're already here. And he's like, No, nah, I'm straight. Like I know English. Everyone speaks English. We we're like, Oh, oh you monolingual God. fuck, because he lived <laughs> with a guy who spoke Chinese and was learning Burmese, and then their best friend was a Spanish speaker. And then I live down the hall and my roommate speaks French. I speak, you know, Slovak and Spanish and I'm taking French classes at NIU. And he's just like, no, nah, I'm straight. I'm military science or whatever. That's cool. I was like, you know, straight army ROTC, like thought English was great. You know, drink natty lights. It was like you go and you go to Europe and you have like Czech beer and people are speaking to you like in English. And then they'll turn over and start speaking German to like the waiter because, you know, they can do that kind of crap. And it's just like, man, oh, man, like. What a life it is to live. <laughs> I feel like that monolingual fuck mentality is such an American thing. This is it's ignorance. I mean, it, it, yeah, it really it really comes down to is ignorance. That's one of the things that I think I depreciated when I like when I came back is like coming back in that mentality of being American is you're American, so you get away with whatever because yeah. you have that American citizenship and you have that English ability to speak fluently. But it's like you go somewhere else. My English, I started speaking with the shitty English when I was over there because I was like, that's how it is. Like, no one, like, you speak it properly, but yeah. you're getting the same message across. And these people are using big words, but sometimes their grammar is a bit choppier. They'll know your slang because they're watching American movies, American songs, and like all that crap. And it's just like, you know, you come back to the U.S. and no one, no one cares about anything outside of America. And they don't even care what's happening in America until it personally affects them. Yeah. Like, like, you know, 
taxes or gas prices but no one actually gives a crap about what's going on in like our legislature and then Nobody. europe everyone's on that you know everyone's already on that the EU. <laughs> i need the senators to to like just like kick out gary indiana from the union just like <laughs> take it out uh, dog like i think that was one of the things that gets going to montreal is like it finally it's a small thing but you kind of finally get put down as an american because you can't speak french and everybody speaks english and french but like, like i said just walking in somebody right away speaking to you in french but you're like hey hello <laughs> and they're like oh hello and i was like fuck you know one thing that like, i actually have a <laughs> <laughs> um let me get a pepperoni <laughs> um but one thing i do i appreciate um and, and depreciate at the same time is that i hate i hate people that say like i love going to mexico but they only go during like festival times yeah um and luckily um damn my bad but luckily um <laughs> i've gone during non-festival times yeah i've only never gone to i've never been in a festival over there. yeah um and i appreciate it because i get the everyday life like I've, I've gone and helped my my grandfather you know rip um you know do do his do do his, his uh, work his work like yeah everyday work and my dad will go and and he'll he'll tend to his avocados. Damn, he had avocado for him. Oh, he's, 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 he still has. Damn, that's badass. But the proper term would be orchard. Oh yeah, you're right. It's, it's an true. orchard. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm cold. It's a tree. Yeah, I guess. I'm on culture um, swine. My bad. <laughs> but like, I've never I've never like I never experienced that like <laughs> I never experienced that festival. You know. Yeah. I never experienced like oh, vamos a las a las fiestas. Yeah. I got lost at one once. Fun fact. Um, and so, but my dad said if you ever get lost, you get to the center where the you know, that's like the little chalupa thing is. The, not chalupa. What is it called? Yeah, you. I don't know where you're from, so. <laughs> no, <laughs> the little thing me. that's in the middle of the plaza that's like a little platform covered area. Whatever. I got lost. Yeah, gazebo. You just went, there you go. Oh, I love gazebos. I love that word. And he like, was just like, if whatever happens, just get under there. And I was just standing there yeah. holding the post really hard because I was like, I lost my dad. And all yeah. I had was like this keychain that we just bought because we took a picture together. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. and nothing to, to throw shade at people that go during festival times, but I feel like they're always saying like, I wish I can live in Mexico. I wish I can do that. No, but you just want to go to a party. Yeah. Um. You actually don't know there. You don't know what the Everything. hardship of it is. You're and also, you're also going with American money, and that's a thing that like I, oh. when p- traveling in the U.S. and traveling in Europe, where the the currency is almost the same. It's like a, a twenty cent difference. Yeah. It's like you realize what it is to still be broke in a foreign country as a traveler because you're like oh my dollar makes no jack difference but when you go to mexico you're like i'm fucking, fucking rich and you go for fiestas and you're buying bottle service basically at all these things and yeah. you're just always out and about and then like you actually live there and you, it's hard to live yeah. off of their currency because you can't find a job unless you have that like kind of lifestyle already yeah. like I, I really i really resonate with what you're saying because i used to go to mexico every summer for like the f- since i was five to like i was up to like like nine or ten and i would go like the whole summer yeah there was like like parties or like festivals in between but most of the time we weren't i remember still helping my uh my grandpa chuck corn i fucking had uh fucking blisters on my my hand for like two weeks <laughs> Ariel, the chuck corn guy yeah um what, t- what time are we on 58 damn shit huh? yeah, yeah. i'm not talking about europe and shit yeah you can talk for days i just want to say that i Agree, hundred percent. I wish I could go back to Mexico. Hopefully, one day soon. I think that, like, I'll get married. I'll dead it on God, on 
everything. I just want to get married here in court. I don't want to have my wedding here. I want to have it in Mexico. On everything, dude. I guess that shit. On everything, fuck having my marriage here, dude. I'm going to have my wedding in Mexico. Kill like three of them. Because it's cheaper? Cause no, because it's more beautiful. Dollars. Dude, my hometown's beautiful. Kill, I look, kill three my, vacas. My mom sees like pictures. No, oh, she sends me pictures two of it. Vacas and a, and a and, like, for the I can show you guys pictures. <laughs> it's like it's pretty. Um, it's like uh, it's just pretty. It's super. It's super from? colored blocked. Uriangato, Guanajuato. Dude, I can't even pronounce that. <laughs> you fucking noob. Uriangato. Nah, I'm just playing. You monolingual. <laughs> you, mon- <laughs> you, you monolingual fuck. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. The most non-monolingual. But um, <laughs> yeah, I when I go somewhere like Colorado, I appreciate. Coming back home, be like, this is home, this is me. But I depreciate how, like, just fucking boring it is, dude. Like, yeah, it's it's cool to come back, and it's it's homey, and it's cozy, but there's just not much to do. And you want to get out. And it's good to get out, get good to humble yourself, like Ariel said. I think that's a good Aurora thing, is that a lot of people right now are trying to fix it. And when you travel, you're like, you can't, you can and you can't, but you know, when you don't leave Aurora, and it's not like a lot of people have the mentality of like people who leave and travel and mm-hmm. go away from Aurora, they're like, you're so ashamed of where you're coming from and you don't want to stay here and fix it. No, it's like, no, but you have to, you can't fix it from the inside at this point. There's so much that you can do, but you're limiting yourself to the walls that is the Aurora boundaries. A lot of people who are stuck here or who work from here and are working to fix it don't go elsewhere to see what's different. They're just going off of what they think will better it. But, you know, if you go somewhere else, like you go there to Colorado Springs and everyone's, you know, outside and more outdoorsy or you went to, you know, Montreal and they have this pedestrian area where people are walking around. Even just in Neighborville, you go and they ha- everyone from Aurora thinks that Neighborville is the shit because they have like a great downtown or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we don't have that there. But we can't build it because the people here all are so used to leaving just to get that experience of something that's more refreshing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, go somewhere else outside of just Illinois and realize you can bring it here without having to do much. Your mentality just has to change. But you won't go as far as 15 miles into Neighborville to get that. I'm like, that's yeah. ridiculous. I something that that since you bring up like appreciating Aurora and kind of trying to make it better, uh, we had a conversation with a, a a girl from the Lush and some mall that were in Montreal, and we all we did was ask her like what we what we should do, where we should we visit. She recommended it someplace, and one of the things she said is like there's so many things in my in this city that I haven't even experienced yet, and it kind of made us reflect too like Aurora and Chicago because Chicago is obviously the bigger picture right now, but like there's so many things around here that we probably haven't even experienced you know definitely definitely still a tourist just in chicago and that's why i think when it comes to like when i want to travel from here on out when i want to travel from anywhere even this year or in the following years is probably more in the u.s just because i'm like well you know going down south is its own culture i've never been to new york i've never been to los angeles or like las vegas you know i've never been to the laws dude after oscar's trip which I just want to say that the U.S. is literally California, <laughs> Chicago, and then New York. Fuck everything else, dude. Seattle fuck, is great. Fuck, Seattle was, oh yeah, well, too. It's really expensive. Fuck Ohio. Fuck Kentucky. Fuck a- anything. <laughs> any, if you, if, fuck, it, dude, especially fuck Indiana. I, 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 South Dakota. What one of the greatest quotes I ever heard was from uh, Joaquin Noah. Trevor Noah. No, Jakeem Noah. He was a player. No, wait, what the He was a player fuck? for Trevor the Bulls. Trevor Noah's the uh, news guy. Yeah, the comedian. Uh, no, Jakeem. Joaquin. Joaquin? I don't know. 
OG OG Phoenix? bull bull fans no, are gonna just say no. c- come at me. Yeah, he's uh, like, no, who the fuck goes to Cleveland. Yeah, who the fuck goes to Cleveland? <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck goes to Cleveland for real? Like, there's only there's major cities, you know, and there's there's obviously they're they're, they're gonna capitalize on tourism, but I feel like in Europe or in anywhere you go, like Canada, you're obviously you're not gonna go to like mm-hmm. the outskirts of Montreal because that's just suburban life, same yeah. shit, different different places. Just say a and and and. and Europe, they just eat potatoes. Right. Do um. Fun I'm, fact though, Anna when came, when she came back from Europe, thought uh, honey barbecue was spicy. Okay, Dude, so one of the on. first places me and Oscar went to eat as soon as I came back because the spiciest thing they have in Slovakia is paprika. Mayo. And they Mayo. no. <laughs> Although I did eat my Mayonnaise. fries after that for a really long time, I like insisted that I needed tartar sauce for mm-hmm. my fries because that was just what I was used to, and it was amazing because it's seasoned mayonnaise. But um, <laughs> no, I did have a problem where spicy stuff sucked because I couldn't. I would like Oscar remembers that I was like chugging my water, going <sighs> like yeah. he's like, "Are you okay?" And then I blamed it on this like southwestern rant instead. <laughs> 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 I remember I was just like, he's like, "Like, is it too spicy?" And I was like, and he's like, "What did you get?" I was like, "Honey barbecue." He's like, "Are you are you, are you okay?" And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, it's just it's just the dip." He's like, "That's ranch." I was like. But it's Southwestern, you know, like they added black pepper to this. Yeah. And I hadn't had anything spicy. I made thinga in the very beginning of my exchange and at the end of my exchange. And I was like, there. I could, I remember at the end of my exchange, I found it to be really spicy, but I just made it with more tomatoes. So it wouldn't, it would like render out kind of well. Cause they don't like spicy food. Like it's hard for them. Even if it tastes good, they just, they're, it's not palatable. And so I was just like, oh, God damn it. Like I came back and thinga was too spicy for me. Like I, that's one of my favorite foods. Mm-hmm. And I was really upset. But I'm good now. I'm good. I can have yeah. the honey barbecue and just not break a sweat. It's cool. <laughs> Piggybacking off what you said, I also feel like a tourist when I go to like Chicago. Chicago. I, Chicago. And if I go to um, like another state like Colorado and I come back, I realize that like there's so much to explore even like nearby that I've changed my, my mind like whether I want to live like in the city. And I think I do for like a little bit just to explore because there, there really is so much to do. And I was always afraid of living uh, out in the city because I've always thought like the city was just one conglomerate being, but it's like a shit ton of neighborhoods with the same title, Chicago. Yeah. So it's just like you got to find the neighborhood to live in and then you'll be fine. Like in Aurora, we only have Mulkerville. <laughs> stop. <laughs> the Gary, Indiana, Aurora. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know. See, I guess I don't live out of my own area. Shout out Mokerville. Like, Send your ambassadors. <laughs> I have never left my own area even then. Like in Aurora, when people come and my mom's always like super proud about saying that she moved here and she likes being a part of it, especially the east side of Aurora. She's very proud of being like, I'm, but it's like, it's ridiculous to be like, what is there? When Dude, we, my parents go crazy talking about um, like, Aurora with my relatives. They go crazy. They're like, it's so pretty here. Like, it's so nice. You know, everything's so relaxed. And I'm like. And then when people ask me, what, what is there to do? I'm like, oh, we have an amphitheater. Um, <laughs> the Paramount. The Paramount. Like, we have a casino right off the river. But I'm like, they one day, have, like, I've never shown pictures because I'm like, I can't show you what any of this looks like. <laughs> uh, uh, we got Park. And then you go, and you I remember a... the first, the day after I arrived to Slovakia, and my, my ho- uh, host mom was like, okay, we're going to show you around the town so you can get a gist of what it's like and what it looks like and what the streets are like here. And every everything was so cool to me because she's like all right that's the castle and then kind of just kept walking i was like there's a castle and we got up there and she's like so yeah and that over there is like you know calvary hill which is like this famous hill with like this like 
statues of like the crucifixion of uh, Jesus because it's a very Christian country. And I was like, oh my God. And then she was like, this is a pedestrian area. This is our, our, our local theater. And I looked at their theater and I looked at my theater and I'm like, this is ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And then like the downtown area is like this huge like fountain with steps and it's so pretty and all these restaurants. And I thought it was so cool. Like everything's like, like everywhere is a cafe and like a cappuccino is like three bucks, two and a half euros or something like that. And I'm like, you're telling me I can buy a bottle of wine for three dollars and it'd be quality wine like what well like a step above like a barefoot and i was like for three dollars i'm like that's ridiculous so you know it's really great like being there and that's what i hate about here it's like when people ask me what there is here and then when people ask me in a shitty even in a shitty town there they have a fucking castle and here i have a, i can say i have a wendy's on my side of the, of like the town and that's in we, we like montgomery at that point we have dairy delight yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they don't, which is, that's the only thing I think they have really, sh like, there's, I miss ice. That's the one thing I was like, we got ice in our drinks. Like, that's cool. Like, they, everything's lukewarm there. Oh, fuck. Uh, every time you talk about your of hell, fall asleep, dog. She gets sleepy. Um, move on to. Let's wrap it up. Uh, what's your dream destination or future trips that you're going to plan on taking? Uh, I really, really do want to plan a trip with you guys to go to Cedar Point. Because ever since Gigi went and went with his family and stayed in the cabin, that, it sounded like fun, and I mean, Six Flags is cool, but like, I I love amusement amusement parks and rides, so I just want to experience like another park, and I don't think I'll go to Disneyland or World anytime soon. Um, I really really want to go to Greece. Um, it's beautiful over there. Uh, man, I Europe mostly because I'm a huge soccer fan, and that's where like it's big. But there's a shit ton of like racists when it comes Which to we soccer. Which we also have an episode. And and you're and yeah, we do. Go listen to it. Uh, in European soccer, which sucks, but I, w I would just love to see like a Champions League game. That'd be pretty fun. Mm -hmm. um, so Europe, um, a lot of other um, uh, United States uh, locations, um, mostly like national parks, because I feel like that's our best. Um, those are our best um, tourist destinations, like Yosemite, or um, you know, oh shit, <laughs> just like parks in L.A. Like uh, I really want to go to Montreal. Um, Probably after I get married, though, I'll go with Ariel for sure <laughs> so he can show me around. Because he always says he wants to move there, and I'm just like, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's it for me. Uh, for me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Canada fanboy. So I, I definitely want to go to the other end of Canada. So I want to go to Vancouver sometime soon. Um, and I definitely want to go back to Montreal. Um, kind of like what you said when you went back to, to Slovakia, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you got some closure from going back. I think that's what I need. Even though I didn't stay there for a year like you, that, that, I mean, that, that'd be great, I feel like, if I stayed there for a year. Um, but definitely, yeah, going to Europe uh, would be, like, the the final goal. I can give you all tips on how to get around. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> you know what I've never been interested in is, uh, like, um, like, beach towns or resorts. Like, yeah. I don't care about those. That's the side topic, I bet. Um, but, yeah, no, definitely Europe, like Juan said. We're a soccer fan, so we'd seen any any soccer game, any, like major soccer game over there would be great. Kind of experience the the crowds. Yeah. Um, I think for me now, I still want to go back to I Europe. And <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I definitely want to go back. There's places I haven't been to. Like I, uh, Greece is something that I definitely want to do because I think they have Greece the black beautiful. sand beaches here too. Yeah. And I'm like, I just love oh the houses. God. They're all white and stuff. Yeah, I it's love like, and white streets, houses. I'm pretty sure like I'm not, I need more cardio like mm -hmm. to get in shape for that kind of stuff, but I'm ready. Um, I definitely want to go 
to South America, though. I feel like having a lot of Machu friends Picchu. in there. Okay, that terrifies me because I'm scared of heights, but I'll try it, but I'm not going to get for it. It's kind of like you with the thousand yeah. steps. As soon as you tell me that there's more, I'm going to Yeah, but you're not, are you going to take another bowl, though? Okay, maybe not. Before so you go? I definitely won't do that. Um, definitely want to go to Brazil. Um, because I want to cool. go to um South, like the very South Point, where like the this famous waterfall. It's one of the seven wonders of the world. Mm-hmm. I don't care to go to Rio and all those touristy areas. I'd rather go to that like Wonder, yeah, or like Patagonia. Or, oh yeah, in Argentina. Yeah, like uh, that would be really cool yeah. to me. Um, there's like in Peru, there's these like rainbow mountains where like the sands all tinted different colors because of the rock, and I think that's really dope. Um, but I really want to do kind of like what you said, visit more of the U.S. because it's like. When you go somewhere else and they ask you about the U.S., it's so big that you're like, where do I start? Because I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. So I want to, I think this year, uh, Nashville's in the works. Miami might be a thing. I don't know. It's pending. Um, And I definitely want to do New Orleans. New Orleans is by far one of the most, like, amazing places that I don't know of yet. I really want to try, what's it called? Uh, but get Benet, but fuck. I don't know. See, this is what it means. We we did live here. We don't know what it's called. I did, but I don't remember what they're called. Benet, oh, fuck. Did you, have you watched Chef the movie? No, there's oh, a movie. You should watch it. It's good. What are they called? Benet, Benet, Benet. Whatever they're called. I just saw a video on If you're listening to this, you've had them. Please correct us. Nah, dog. It's like a fluffy bread with powdered sugar on top. It's like a donut, but better. Yeah. So, and that's, like, really popular because there's, like, this, like, World Cafe, I think it's called, and people will literally line up for, like, two hours to eat them. If I I went to Louisiana, I would go to Popeye's headquarters. (laughs) It's not going to be all as great. No, yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm sure sure they're, like, their local chicken's way better. I want to go to Kentucky and just go to fried chicken. I really want to go to a Waffle House. You know how those are really popular in the South? I've never gone to one, even though I've gone to Florida, like, three times. Mm -hmm. Never been to Waffle House. My girlfriend went to a Waffle House, and she said... They started like spraying the floor in front of everybody with the hose to clean. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you get. That 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 that's the service you want to get. I, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> um, for me, uh, future destinations for future trips. Um, like Anna said, uh, me and my girlfriend are trying to plan to go to uh, Miami uh, before the end of the year. Uh, I really want to go to with Paris. Your with my the, my mom's timeshare. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go to Paris because you know I'm the unofficial official. Uh, TQL pod art critic. Um, and so I want to see just like, Oh the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know about that, the Louvre. listen, listen to the previous podcast. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I tried going to the Louvre. It was closed, man. And so we had to go to Orsay, which is cool. But like, I was like, I didn't get to see what's that? Mona Lisa. So I got to see Van Gogh's head instead, which was nice. Yeah. Which I mean, like, man, dude, I hear people at the Louvre go in there like tourists, like they go in there. Like, oh, cool. And the locals go in there and like, they're fucking bawling and shit. Like, <laughs> I do. It's weird. I want to go to. I want to cry, see it, man. I want to cry, but like, dude, because it's beautiful. That's the that's the yeah. art that you were talking about in the previous episode, where it just yeah, people, like man. white people just like posing. You know what I found about Van Gogh? I forgot to say this in the episode. He actually he started drawing when he was thirty. Yeah, he started late. And I don't think like, he yeah he was he was yeah he was. We did a tour of his houses. But like, he started drawing at thirty, like teaching himself. Oh, because he painted when and he fell in love with some bitch from the, the whore district <laughs> from the red light district. She, she, she was from the whore district and she was didn't want to stop being a whore because she didn't love him she just wanted the money so he would write her letters and he like told her she's like you need to fucking leave because you're making my people upset like yeah all their dudes because she kept Damn. he was like stalking her so then he basically started eating paint and then he would draw and no one found his paintings until he died because he was yeah. eating paint so like another reason why artists um get famous and others don't is because they start late 
and then they mm. get discovered late. Like Picasso was a prodigy at the age of five. Shout out to Picasso. He was like a womanizer, so I can't <laughs> shout out to his art. But like, hmm? yeah, um, fuck him. Yeah, but the the Lou, <laughs> yeah, Van Gogh was a creep. Uh, what were we saying about Paris? Well, I want to do Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be next year. Uh, I want to do Vegas uh, for my golden birthday uh, when I turn twenty five. Um, no, I'm balling out. I'm going with three grand. Um, You're gonna lose in a day. Back with five. Fuck it. That's that's the point. Uh, five dollars. Five cents. All 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 the poker nights that we done. Five the, SCDs. Even though, <laughs> not nah, chill, dog. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, maybe from the air. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, uh, but Vegas. I want to do Vegas. Um, I think my mom wants. You don't want to go to parks. I want to do Mexico City. Um, mm-hmm. I want to do Mexico City. I want to do. Yeah, I, I forgot to say Mexico. But and I want to yeah, do Tokyo. Japan, yeah, I forgot about Japan. I, I really want to go to I'd Japan. I'd rather go to like Thailand or something. I don't know. Uh, Thailand has like a Thailand a, just a, got a revolt by every the U.S. Women's National Team. Every, every like zero. year, there's there's like a there's like a revolution <laughs> in Thailand. I don't want to go there. <laughs> they just and they got messed up by Sweden. They like scored five, a goal though. Five one. They scored one goal. Shout out, I have shout no out to buddies. No intentions of going anywhere like farther south than that though. I think because something about Australia is incredibly terrifying. Every, it's the spiders. Every other animal could kill you. It's like ridiculous at this point. Yeah, but New Zealand only has sheep. They don't have any. Predators. Honestly, New Zealand sounds pretty cool, man. Oh. Yes. But there's a whole island of just like deadly animals. Right next to it. Shit. <laughs> that whole island's run by kiwis. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the government just <laughs> run by kiwis and sheep. <laughs> they just pick each other. Um, no, they got that one racist dude that got egged. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, but we're in the end of the episode. Um, like always, we always share where we at social media wise. Uh, Juan, where can we find you? What are you doing? Um, you can find me on my Instagram. At Juan.ai. Um, I'm sure that those who wanted to follow me already have. So you can just follow the, the podcast. So it's TQL Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, what about you, Ariel? Uh, you can just find me on Instagram at Ariel and WR. And put your girl's uh, Instagram on. Oh, I don't know her actual handle. Hold on. Bogus. She, she does have two, but I'll put her main one. Plug your dog. Dude, plug your dog. Your dog has a has a its own page. You're one of those people. No, her sister's dog does though. Charlie Weiner, follow him. <laughs> Mr. Charlie Weiner. <laughs> Fuck, hold on. But yeah, mine's just Ariel Del VR. I don't think I follow you, so I'm gonna follow you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I have pictures of my trips if y'all interested. If you want to become matters. numb of my Europe experience, follow me. It's Laura with seven A's. X underscore that's for my Twitter and my Instagram. Yeah. Oh my girlfriend's is, is Jeanette Montero just search her up. Or her other page is Life by Edit. Yeah, Life by Follow Edit. her. Follow she has a YouTube channel too. We have videos of our trips. Oh cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll plug that in. Yeah, I definitely cry when I see those. <laughs> Some cheesy editing, but we, you know, um, we're just learning. And just like me, uh, if you listen to this podcast, you always follow me and Oscar MC twenty five on Twitter, Oscar underscore MC twenty five on Instagram. Uh, but follow the podcast, like Juan said, TQL Pod, all over social medias. We're on Instagram, IG, well, Instagram, IG, um, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, uh, Juan and, and Ana said, we're actually going to do a, a, a sticker giveaway uh, coming soon. Uh, so look out for the posts. Uh, we're going to do, uh, we have 10 stickers that we're going to give away. Uh, five, the red stickers, which is our season one logo. 
and Yellow uh, Season 2. And then once Season 3 ends, which... Well, no, once Season 2 ends, which is next week. Next week is going to be our final episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, shocker. <gasps> Nine episodes. We did three more than last than last season. Damn. But uh, next week is going to be our final episode. The investors funded more this season. Yeah. The what? <laughs> the investors, investors funded more. Funded more. <laughs> Low key. <laughs> we we, we got to do a studio. <laughs> Shout out to the studio. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're doing giveaway. So look out for that. Uh, Danielle's going to do probably a post and the rules for the giveaway. So hopefully people do that. Please share though. Please share the episodes. Uh even if it's this one, the art one, um the more famous ones, which is the uh Crayons to AI or the barbershop one, which is our the most successful ones. Um the ones I did with the uh, Aaron and, and Mickey with from Primo, that's another big one. Or even the uh, first season, which is a little bit like, you know, I don't like listening to those, but those are some really good topics that we talked about. So go check out season one. Just, um Finish season two if you haven't. Uh, hopefully, Anna shares it and her clout booms us. And I know Arrow has a little clout in Montreal. He has a fan page. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, other than that, yeah, next next week we're going to do a final episode. Uh, I don't know. There's like a couple of big topics that me and Juan, uh, Juan have to discuss which one we're going to talk about. Hopefully, our guests can finally slide and a giveaway. But with that, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. Oh wait 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 wait! Hold on. Uh, we're actually not gonna be done, but we'll talk about that later. That's a surprise. Hold up! All right. Nah. I really gotta poop. Can we finish? All right. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I gotta be-